Welcome to our sixth podcast titled Champions of Hope and Leadership. I am Ben Kirby, Superintendent of Lake Orion Community Schools. The inspiration for this podcast comes from the amazing people that have shaped me, inspired me, and given me hope as I have navigated my career as an educator. And more importantly, the people who I have witnessed be champions of hope and leadership for the tens of thousands of students and adults that I have crossed paths with throughout my life. Today on this episode, our guest is our true champion of hope, Ms. Leanne Goodall. She's a veteran teacher with us at Oakview Middle School, where she is seen as a tremendous advocate for children and a leader among the staff. As a teacher, she is truly a champion of hope. Because of her impact, she was selected as the Middle School Teacher of the Year for Lake Orion Community Schools, and we have three of them. So uh, congratulations to you. Thank you so much for being here. Tell us what it feels like to be recognized as the Middle School Teacher of the Year for Lake Orion Community Schools. Thank you, Ben. I am very honored to be selected as the Middle School Representative for our teachers. Um, I work with an amazing staff and leadership, and to be selected to represent teachers throughout the middle level is quite an honor. Yes, for sure. And uh, as you know, uh, the day that you were actually uh, selected or it was announced, um, there's a lot that went into that day. Just tell us what you remember about that day, if you would. Well, I remember that day. It was a Friday, and we received information from our principal, Sarah Perry, that we had a staff meeting after school, which is very unusual for on a Friday. On a Friday. Wow. And as I walked down the hall and into the media center, my husband was standing there and I was taken back a little bit and I, I couldn't yet process what was going on. And then I saw a banner and I saw flowers and my dad, it just so happened that day, my dad lives in Tennessee Oh wow! and my dad flew up. He was coming up that weekend anyhow. Um, to visit. So my dad and my stepmother were able to be there as well. And the staff members were there um, to support. So it was a it was a surprising event, but it was great. Yeah. So yeah, then that's great. And I appreciate that explanation. So if I'm understanding, and unfortunately, this is one of, as I shared with you, one of the three that I wasn't able to be at. And there was some rescheduling that went on. Somebody kept calling snow days and all of that. So, uh, but it did end up being on a Friday and I actually was in another meeting out of the district at the time. And so on that day, was it, so you walk in and it was like a surprise or did you have a little meeting first and then it was unraveled? How did that go? It was a complete surprise from the get go. Okay. So I walked into the media center where our staff meeting was supposed to take place and then when I saw everyone that was gathered there, including my family members and um, the treats and flowers and the banner, I was taken by surprise. Yes, right. it was an immediate surprise. And then it was, oh, wow, this celebration <laughs> is for me. Yes. yes. And I have a very difficult time with attention drawn to myself. Okay. So it was uncomfortable for a little bit of okay. time. But Okay. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about how, how it felt to see your father there at your place of employment, your work, where you give your blood, sweat, and tears every single day. What, is it, what did that feel like? That was a very warm and loving feeling. My father lives in Tennessee. He's never been inside one of our schools, wow. um, you know, generally when he's here visiting or on vacation. So that meant a great deal 
to me to have him there. Yeah, that's really special. That's awesome. So what is vacation for you? When you say that you guys vacation, what do, what do you like to do? Where do you like to go? On our vacations, we enjoy visiting national parks. Oftentimes our vacations involve you know, sightseeing and hiking. So nice. a lot of outdoor activities. Yeah, yeah, good. So did they talk a little bit about during the celebration of you? Did they talk about uh, how you were nominated, some of the things that you were being recognized for? Um, did they did they talk about statements uh, from your peers and things like that? Yes. Sarah Perry, our principal, read some of the statements and shared them aloud. I think at that point, I was still processing right, right. what was It was going on, was going but you on. weren't really hearing. Yeah. And I wouldn't ask you to say nice things about yourself. I know you're you know, too humble for that, and, and that's part of uh, what your makeup is for sure. So we started out this school year, 22-23 school year, um, with a, really a theme of champions of hope, and a lot of planning and preparation went into that day. Do you remember that day? I do. What sticks, what, uh, sticks out to you from that day? Is, is there anything as you look back that... So did you remember? A lot of the stories that were shared during the presentation, there was a, a general theme of compassion, mm -hmm. just having compassion for others, mm -hmm. caring for others, and that carrying into not only our, our daily lives, um, into the lives we live with our families, but into the lives of our students every day. Mm -hmm. That was my takeaway from from that day. Yeah, great. And that, and that really is the theme, too, is, is that we make an impact every day. It uh, could be positive, could be negative, and, and certainly I'm glad you had those those takeaways uh, for sure. So um, as far as uh, your journey as an educator, so here you are. Um, tell us a little bit about how you got here today. At what point did you know you wanted to be a teacher, and how did you get here? My mother would always tell the story that I knew I wanted to be a teacher since the age of five. When I started school, my mother was a teacher. She was a teacher for 34 years. Oh, great. And when I started school myself in kindergarten, I loved learning. I loved everything about school. Mm -hmm. And my sister, who's two years younger, I would come home from school and then we would play school. Okay. And my sister is now a teacher um, as well. I think it's just in our oh, that's awesome. ingrained in our blood. Right. But my inspiration, not only the great teachers I had throughout my educational career, but my inspiration was definitely my mother. Okay, okay, awesome. And where does your sister teach, if I may ask? She is in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay, okay. That's right, Pennsylvania. So I, I was uh, in Pennsylvania recently. It was the first time I've ever been in Pennsylvania, so... Um, glad to be back in Michigan, but I, I did make a trek to Pennsylvania. Um, so your your career, you haven't always been at Oakview and haven't always been in that classroom. Can you talk to us a little bit about um, your teaching career? Absolutely. Like? I started in Lagorian School District in the fall of 1997. I taught at Scripps Middle School, and my first teaching position was sixth grade ELA, and I did also teach PE for one year. Okay. And then after being at Scripps for five years, when Oakview opened, I took that opportunity to move to Oakview. And at that point, I changed and became the computer science teacher okay. at Oakview. Okay. And I've right. been there ever since. Now, 
computers are of interest to children and, and certainly middle school age. Um, tell us a little bit about how how that has changed over the the years that you've been uh, in the in the lab uh, at Oakview. It has changed immensely. Um, initially, the program was focused more on computer applications okay. and students being users of applications. That has shifted to having students be creators of technology, not just users of technology. So it's bringing in a lot of what they call physical computing, hands-on computing, mm -hmm. um, learning how to use circuits, learning how to use what we call the Raspberry Pi. It's a, yeah. a small computing yeah. system. Yeah. We use micro bits. We use the drone. So there's a lot of physical computing that takes place as well in addition to the programming and the designing. And then we still have some of the application component as well. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure kids are, are very engaged or children are very engaged. My son's a, a software engineer. And so he brought the Raspberry Pi over one day and I'm like, where in the world did you come up with that name? So it was kind of, kind of fun for us. But um, so what, what you're taking, this is a whole nother podcast. So I won't, uh, we won't go too deep in it, but artificial intelligence do you see that coming into play in, in your classroom? Absolutely. I, I think as educators and as an education system as a whole, we need to em embrace that. And there's a lot we can learn from how AI is being utilized in many, many different aspects of our lives um, in many different areas of industry. I think that it's a great learning opportunity for students to see that there are jobs that are available today that were not available five mm -hmm, years ago. There'll be, sure. you know, jobs available in the future that we can't fathom at this point. And then also how to utilize some of the AI capabilities. Mm -hmm. um, for example, the language assistant programs like chat GPT. Right. Well, I'm glad to hear you say that there was when it first came out, there was the discussion of, you know, shutting it right down and and uh, I, I really push back and because part of what our responsibility is, is, is helping students le learn the tools to help them be successful. And I'm glad that, that you have looked at uh, it the same way as well as uh, probably used it as a tool to help you uh, as a professional as well. So, so teaching is, uh, you know, obviously it's, it's a very tough profession. It's evolved. It's changed a lot over the last few years. What's what's something great about teaching that you would share with aspiring educators? We truly make a difference every day. Mm -hmm. Every day in a student's life, there's changes happening. And you may not see that difference on a daily basis, but you see the aha moments mm -hmm. or you help a student who's struggling in an, an area to more move forward and feel successful. You make those connections with students, um, you know, about their their personal lives and you you help them problem solve. So you're seeing that that growth. Yeah, great. And we, we certainly need educators, that's for sure. Um, obviously, there's a lot of people retiring as well as uh, a lot of needs uh, amongst our students, for sure. So, um, obviously, uh, you know, you were selected as the teacher of the year for the middle school, and I don't know if you know the whole process, but basically, that all all of the middle school teachers come to our cabinet. Uh, myself and the three assistant superintendents, we uh, learn about uh, each of you, and then ultimately make that decision. And you know, one of the things that um, you know, all of our all of our 
uh, candidates did is they did a great job in the classroom. What are some of the things that you do to interact with students outside of the classroom as well and make a difference even in your school, maybe with adults even? Outside of the classroom, I like to maintain those connections with students. So, for example, attending their events after school or if they have a a show or a, mm -hmm. a dance recital or a sporting event, whether it's school related or um, in an outside activity, it's it's nice to continue to make those connections with students to let them know that you care, not just in the classroom, mm -hmm. but you care about them as individuals in their lives. Right. And then following up with them in conversations when you see them again, like they're, you know, I, I think that they, they really appreciate that. I'm sure they don't say that because that's just uh, the age of student that you're dealing with. They say things off the top of their tongue all the time, but maybe not affirmations and thank you. That's probably not one of the things that uh, comes out. I spent about a decade in a middle school, so I, I understand that life uh, quite a bit. So um, what are some ways that uh, communities can support the noble profession of an educator? That's a great question. I think that it's very important for communities to support their local school systems, whether it be by attending events at the schools. For example, when the schools have a performance, musical performance, sporting events, um, it's nice for community members to see what's happening mm -hmm. in our schools, to share that communication of those positive experiences they have with our students and with our, our school system. If there are ways that community members can get involved or or volunteer, volunteer some time, or, or volunteer some some resources mm -hmm. to our schools. I think that that's that's vital. We Good. don't we're we're not an island um, as a district. It takes the whole community right. to make it work. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. And um, I guess speak to what it really means to be a dragon uh, from Lake Orion Community Schools. What does that mean to you when when somebody says? Um, oh, you work at Lake Orion. Like, what, what are some things that you tell, uh, tell them about Lake Orion that make it the, the school district that it is? I have a lot of pride in the district that I teach in. I think that there's some unprecedented events that happen in Lake Orion that we don't always see. Um, for example, there is that strong sense of community mm -hmm. um, with our parents, with our students, and with staff members, I think that as a school district, to be a dragon means that we are we are looking out for each other. Mm -hmm. We are here for the common good, and we're making sure that not only are students successful today, but they're successful tomorrow, and then mm -hmm. they're successful in their lives to come. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's really well put. And one of the the benefits of the role that I have is so you work a lot with the children and the and the parents and things of that nature. And then I get to, it expands even outside of into the community and the businesses. And, and really that, I see that a lot there too. Everybody's proud to be a dragon, not just those within the school system. It could be the coffee shop, restaurant, uh, but everybody identifies as a dragon and that's really, really powerful for sure. So, and really having one uh, main comprehensive high schools, you know, sports teams and things like that, everybody gets behind and you know, Friday night lights for football and, you know, people coming together and really honoring, you know, our teams and the performances uh, for sure. So thank you. Um, wh what about uh, people in your life that have given you hope, uh, whether it be as an education or an educator or um, as the person that you are today? Anybody really made an impact on you? Well, 
there's a very long list of, of people. Uh, a few that rise to the top that I want to, to mention is when I was first hired at Scripps Middle School, one of my teammates, Connie Brodsky, was uh, a mentor teacher to me and a, quite an inspiration. Okay. And just to see the the passion, the the time, the effort, the energy that she put in every day to her classroom was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And I have always inspired to, you know, reach that. You know. And she's retired. She's been retired for several years and mm -hmm. we're still very dear friends. And I just I think about on the daily, you know, what would what would Connie do? Mm -hmm. How would how would Connie approach this? Right, right. And it's really, really important for us to to grow to to have mentors and that. So uh, thank you for bringing up Connie. And so let's go back a little bit more. When when you were a child, mm -hmm. um, did you have any any teachers that that really were champions of hope for you? I had two. Yes, I had two elementary teachers that were probably my biggest champions of hope. My first grade teacher, Mrs. Unks. Okay. And Mrs. Unks, when I was finished with my schoolwork, she would allow me to help check papers or oh, I got wow. to put stickers on papers or I, I had the opportunity to, to work with other students. Mm -hmm. I think really she was trying to keep me busy. Right, but right. I, she definitely was a champion of hope. Okay. My sixth grade teacher, Mr. Bazorek, um, was also a champion of hope for me. I knew him outside of school as well. Mm -hmm. Our family attended the same church, okay. so I would interact with him um, outside of school as well. And with at school, he always made sure that every student had their needs met. Okay. You know, if a, if a student needed something in particular, Mr. Bazorek never hesitated to find out what it was that student needed and to get them, whether it was help or whether it was, you know, they needed a snack for the morning, that that was, that was his goal. Uh, yeah, those two goal. definitely uh, made a difference for you, inspiring you to be in education likely, and then the caring part of it for sure, that, that seems real, real evident. How about your colleagues? I know you work with a lot of people, you have worked with a lot of people. Are there a couple, two, three uh, real exceptional difference makers that uh, that you could share with us that, that you see just really, really getting it done in Lake Orion Community Schools? Absolutely. Um, far and above my, in addition to my colleagues, mm -hmm. Sarah Perry, our principal, mm -hmm. is an inspiration to our building every nice. day. That's awesome. And she is extremely supportive of our staff, our students. She has found a way to make sure that we are on our our path of trajectory, you okay. know, to make sure that we are continuing our path of lifelong learners and, and providing those opportunities and, and finding creative ways to help us grow as individuals. Um, I work with an amazing staff, the teachers, I am an elective teacher, the yeah. teachers on my team are extremely inspiring to me. Um, if some of them I know that you have have met, um, but Alyssa Jarris, mm -hmm. our our band teacher, yeah. she gives tirelessly of herself every day. I I keep joking with her that at some point in her life she'll be granted sainthood. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> um, Carolyn Adler is our modern language teacher. She teaches French and Spanish, and the amount of 
of knowledge that she has and is able to instill upon her students and inspire them to learn various languages mm -hmm. at, at that age mm -hmm. is in, incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, great. Now, is Mrs. Adler retiring? She right? is not. She's not. But she is moving to a different position okay. next year. Okay. All right. That's the change then. That was what yes. was in my mind. Yes. So oh, great. Well, thank you for the inspiring work that you're doing with our students. You're a true champion of hope for our students and staff. Thanks so much for your work. Is there anything that you, you want to make sure that our listeners know, whether it be about you or any shout outs that you'd like to, to give today before we sign off? Well, thank you for asking. I do have to give a shout out to my students at Oakview Middle School, in particular, my sixth grade, okay. sixth hour students. All right. I was able to do the podcast today because of them. Okay, awesome. A lot at that time. And I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you for having me here today yeah, and for, for all sure. that you do for Lake Orion. For sure. Well, thank you. We're really happy that you're here. And our guest today has been married to Derek for a year. And uh, she also has a, uh, a graduate of Lake Orion, Sydney. She was class of 21. And we thank Derek for sharing Miss Leanne Goodall with us in the Dragon community. We look forward to bringing another guest next month as we find another difference maker in our Lake Orion community. Thank you for listening today. I challenge our listeners to be that champion of hope for somebody, anybody. Go Dragons.